Kenny his ads quick. Ken, I need a sea foam, a poter, and a moon out of you today. Please. I love that song. I forgot all about that. Will you do me a favor? That's, you yeah, that's the way I would say it. I forgot all about Well, if I were Paul, I could even say that because how many songs has he written? Yeah. Holy crap. Yep. Well, thank you for having me, first of all. I say that in the So, Jeff, you're reading Yes, I am. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's all that. The I'm only thing I can play. Anything now you have that's my four song, yeah, but nothing that's covered. Does that make sense? Well, I have the license on the Glenn Campbell material. You do, yeah. yeah. I licensed all those with Harry Fox, so yeah. those are my right. records. Hear that legal Ow. team? That's from the horse's mouth. No, so, no, no, you're playing anything you want to play off. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, no, no, is is his Jimmy Webb song? I licensed it through Harry Fox. You're kidding. No, of course. Why would I run out and cover people's stuff and not pay them for it? That's awesome. Well, enough of that yeah. happens. You know. Okay. No, that's great to know. Yeah, I I didn't... I'll get the lyrics up. We're so gonna go. Singing. We're gonna go Don Knotts and turn your mic off. Oh, I thought you were gonna go. Fossil Castle Impet. Well, I want Joe. The only thing though is, why would I need to play anything when we got him and John in here for bumps? I was going to ask that when Joe said Oh, but, all right. I don't care. Well, feel free to play that any other time you like. Yeah, for you know, sure. If you guys want any trends. The oh, new record is on top there. This that, one. That came out since I saw you last. That's called Tropical Tuna. Isn't that i got to take my glasses off to read this? Um, I'll okay. give you a quick. Where's the photo? Is that Florida? Uh, Panama City Beach. Damn it. Yeah, last uh, September, right after I saw you. You know, I got COVID after the last time I was here. Did we give really? it to you? Well, I, I think it was, honestly, I think it was the Bob FM computer or microphone. Because uh, they had one microphone that smelled like cigarettes and looked like lipstick. Um, but just to and let I, you know, before you continue, Jeff, yeah. we're live on the town council. I'm attempting to. Are, are we live so, like live now? So, no, we're, we're good. So the show itself is going to be recorded and broadcast later. But right now we have a, a subscription. I, say that. I know we have a subscription-based uh, forum for people that are die that right are diehards are on only because they started to play. So I thought this would be cool. Oh, so anyway, there is a certain faction of our audience that can't hear you right now. But believe me, that's fine. Yeah, you didn't say no. You're and you're good. I just wanted to get that. In. Well, God, I, poor Bob. Well, here's the thing. I have it to was tell their fault. I didn't bring my own no, mic. It's it's. I he always have to tell Roycey this every week because he forgets, and he'll come in and drop a massive F-bomb. Okay, hey, y'all, um, <laughs> this is Jeff Dayton, and I got egg on my face <laughs> and a size 12 in my mouth. And if y'all wonder how that feels, just be as stupid no, as I good. just was you're and good. not realize we're taking it. And plus, we're a couple minutes. like Nixon's eight minutes. <laughs> we're, missing, you know? we're a couple minutes early anyway, so there's probably oh, – yeah, sorry. No, guys. you're good. You're getting it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. You know what? I'm going to give you these because these ones work pretty good. Okay. Jeff, your hat has to come off. Oh, you're not oh, going to do that. No. We're indoors, Jeff. Your hat has to come off. Wow. wow. Okay. That's fine. You know, I got a good shiny one. Yeah, that's all right. So what do I You ain't lived till you've been in the six yeah. from the Bama. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Johnny, these aren't yours, are they? These songs? 
Chuck, one, two. Oh, how come only one thing's working here? Yeah, you sound like you sound in. like you work here. Road sorry. Road what? Um, we should do like a one of those radio theater things. Yeah. My horse just gave up on me. <laughs> that kind of thing. I'd love to do that. Chris, do you got another pair? Yeah, these ones don't work. <sighs> Every night I want to <laughs> go I think out, it's, get pretty... out of my head. There you go. Please oh, stop, Joe. Please stop. That's killing me, whoever that was. That was Kenny right there. Oh, Kenny. Hi, Joe. Ouch. That's killing me. Kenny, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. Hey, Kenny. Hi, check up, one, man? two. Hello. Ah, I'm, how are you? Hello, hello. These don't work at all. Do we have it? Why don't we do the beginning? Uh, didn't I bring my hip? Reese. Uh, what fan here? Yeah, I'm going to take it up there. Yep, yeah, we're going to start the show. Check one. Back with this garage door open. Oh, we're going to start. Chris, am I up at all? I just want to make sure. Yeah. Try the pair that we're talking right here because rookie uses it. Rookie, you have your own, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Try these. Are still right purposely avoiding these because uh, you, uh, hey, you still the rookie? Jeff, what our monthly years. Years. Well, what's that now? Uh, 1.3. What right. is that? Million listeners a month or downloads. Oh, oh, good. Congratulations. Well, three from March. You know, my, my uh, YouTube channel is, is blowing up. Good. I got 850. Subscribers. Let's let's make sure we promote that YouTube channel. I'll I'll sing it. She's a YouTuber. What does she do? Fashion, travel, thrifting, body positive. You know, just stuff. What's her name? Fairy Dayton. C A W R I E. Fairy Dayton. Fairy Dayton. She's got a blog and a her own channel. Carrie Dayton. What's the What's the Yeah, Carrie Dayton. She just got back from a long trip to Japan with a bunch of friends. And Instagram or both? She's got a hundred and some on Instagram. Well, rookie got, can look her up because rookie's the only person that has an Instagram account on the show. They put me on there. Do, are we are we connected on Insta? Let's see. Should be Jeff Dayton Instagram. Jeff Dayton Instagram. Try to forget it. I bet you can. Jeff Dayton Instagram. <laughs> I had to have a yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Jeff, are you on Facebook? Yes, sir. I should uh, friend you. John hates social media, Jeff. Well, I hate Twitter. Oh, yeah. it's become a hellhole. You know, I've been bouncing. The garage doors up. The radio's on. I'm gonna play that, and then I'll I'll hit the sound. Uh huh. Right. Uh -huh. Sure. <laughs> oh, are we? Oh, we're recording. Here. Every night Remember what I, I told you yeah, about my spot, Joe. No, oh, just they, Kenny. They, when they play, they'll, they'll, they'll figure it out. With them? I don't think I know that. 
song, to be honest. Thank you, Kenny, because John's giving me nothing but shit. What? Well, well uh, yeah, but you grew up with it, Joe. Kenny didn't. Tell me. What's that Paul McCartney song, 1970, called Every Night? Well, now I'm very... It's on the cherries album. Bowl of cherries. That's yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. Hey, what Kenny showed up today? Nice or mean? We don't know yet. I can't eat. Nice oh, today. I'm here to spec. I'm getting paid to just sit here and shut the F up. <laughs> That's all I'm going to do. <laughs> Kenny, <laughs> Kenny, 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 I am totally in the right chair. I, <laughs> I should have ate like t- a ton of gummies or something. I'm just going to sit here. <laughs> no, Kenny, you're going to do the, what Royce used to do on middays when he kicked the studio door open. Back it up to the Paylander today, boys. Yep. The Dave Twins game on. <clears throat> Um, Char- no, nope. oh, shoot, it's early. Uh, can you hear? Yeah, okay? I could probably use a little more me. Will you guys start playing with everybody shutting up so I can hear if his? Uh, here's the. Here's... I want to know how loud of your mic on your guitar. I'm, I'm a ball hog on guitar. Does that sound okay? That's horribly great. Because his guitar is actually louder in my headphones than mine. There's a compressor in it anyways. Okay. I'm good. Thanks. Okay. Deaton Carrie? Uh Carrie Deaton. Deaton Carrie, yeah. She's got a record. Who's Deaton Carrie? We gotta know. We approve. His name is Drew. Okay. Good guy. No, great guy. Who's Drew? Carrie's boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's her. Let me okay. see her. Well, now he's gonna say who's Jeff's Carrie. Kid. All right. That's my older daughter. All right. How old too. is Carrie? Carrie is uh older. <laughs> She's there. She's her sister. Come on. It never escalated age. Well, I didn't mean it uh, untoward. I, was just... I know. I know. Yeah. Being a dad, Joe, he might not know. <laughs> Jeff, have you played crooners before, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, That's a crew. really cool venue. Yeah, we did. Uh, we were there last Saturday night. Oh, oh really? Yeah. It was supposed oh, to be tomorrow. In town. I just got in yesterday. Well, then how'd you play there last week? I he like took the airplane. There's like know. this thing, Joe. It goes in the air. You know my other job. That they have pick on you, don't they? Look, even Jeff notices how much we pick on you, Joe. You know, other than you know, people travel and stuff. It's really? kind of cool. And stuff. <laughs> have we uh, opened you your keep a house here? You keep a house here? No, I I hotel it or stay with the uh, you know couch surf. Oh, oh what? Oh yeah. What? You should check up at the Sushere's. Oh, got it. He's always open for me. He's, he's up there on Maine. Yeah, Drew's up on Maine. He's up on Maine over Check here. Check him out. Maine, yeah. Yeah. Over here hey, you in that building right there? Up the yeah, two right here. What, what is that uh, the, That big kind of castle-looking brick place? Oh, there? that's the, uh, the, witch's tower? the Witch's Tower. That's an interesting-looking building. Well, I bet it was like an auto factory once or something. What was it? We no, talked about it on the show. Oh, it was Mac Truck. That's right. Oh, okay. See, yeah. All that daylight. Didn't know that. Didn't have to turn on light bulbs. Every night, uh, I'm glad you like that. Song. No, Joe, that no. was Paul's first. Well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. <clears throat> um, terribly excited, I could tell. Well, to lay, I don't want to talk about all the crap we were going to no, talk all about the shit day. that we have to talk about every day. This what is about nice all the crap you learned in high school? Okay. Anybody counting up the bombs here on the on the town hall listeners? Yeah, yeah no, we got a couple already. Oh, yeah, yeah, for what, sure. What bombs? No, just they're they're getting they're getting, they're getting more than they're getting the adult. No, I we we have already. I have have they? Yeah. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. I've been there. I got to pull you down. 
Check. The problem okay. is now that all of our mics are going to be on, we're all going to kind of bleed. Oh, wait a minute. I got a light. I'll stay off. Email. Kenny and I are going to sit in the back seat. Shoot. Jeff, you know, I always do the show from home, so this is just a special event. Well, all right. We're so special that he forgot where his parking pass was and had to go get it. <laughs> yeah, I got to get a new one. I hope I Tom Burns used to work. I've got mine. There you go. I'm a souvenir. <laughs> I'll I love it. I have, gave you I have the, the one from, from, the, the fair. from the fair. I keep those things. I've got like backstage passes from all kinds of places. Of course, a fan in California wanted to buy them all, so I sold her a bit. I looked at your tr- – you're playing the Opry. Oh, it's called the Opry Backstage Grill. No, no, no. Oh, I've, I'm, I have played the Opry. I saw the video. Oh, yeah. That's so freaking cool. I know where the Opry is. I stood in front of it. <laughs> okay, somebody says, here we go. Hey, I know where Target Field is. Does that mean I'm a baseball player? I was in National Year ago. I didn't know where I Okay, speaking of, oh, yeah, I'll say it for the show, but we got to talk about that right away because I am dying to sing for the Twins. I sang for the Cubs last year in 2021 nice. at, at Wrigley on the field. For the Phillies game. Oh, I, we saw the video. Remember at the there's my audition because there's a YouTube video of that. <laughs> Listen, if you want to sing for the Twins, we can make that happen. I couldn't. I haven't gotten a peep back from them. But well, we we got her. Dave St. Peter and uh, Dustin. Uh, yeah, Dustin. That would be Boys. fun. I would love it. Well, because I mean, look oh, at the crap. start they're off to. I can't oh, wait to gosh. talk. We got look All at right. it. start this I, pony up. Yeah, yep. ready? Sushi boy. Yeah, I am a for the count. No. No, Matt. What did I tell you? Well, I told you you could go crazy. Yeah, you did, and it hasn't even started yet. No, I'll hold back. We're we're Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number one thousand fifty-seven, April fourteenth, twenty twenty-three. The record high on this day was eighty-nine degrees in two thousand three. It was eighteen degrees on two occasions, eighteen twenty-six. I don't know how that snuck in there. I didn't think we kept records that far back. And 1928, and I have ISA. Minnetonka went out on this day in 1977, 1987, 1987, 1932, 1984 and ladies and gentlemen it is the garage logic opener oh right there it's 75 degrees and now from the man's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's garage logic with chris reavers manning technology coach kenny olson from the Krabby coffee shop john hyde the newsman and of course <laughs> Here's your flashlight, and the keeper of common sense, your new Joe Sushi. In honor of it, the radio's on, and the common sense is flowing through. So, there's a lot of planning here. Like a teenager in the backseat of a car on a Saturday night, he's a little eager. In honor of it being the opener, we're joined by Jeff Dayton, who's joined us at the fair a couple of times. Tonight, Jeff Dayton is at the uh, Music Cafe in Excelsior, but unfortunately, we think that's sold out. I believe it is. It usually does. And tomorrow night, Kerner's in Fridley. Actually, no, Kerner's was last week. We had to reschedule. Okay, so you're in town Uh, just to do Excelsior. Yeah, but I'm here just to 
do garage last. Do, do garage last, <laughs> right? I mean, really, this I, I wouldn't skip this date. No, talk I about know a, you. Talk about a would. kid in the back seat who's eager, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Keep your distance, please. We got to we got to run through some bi- biographical information because I'm intrigued by this. Because at one point you were a resident of Matamita. Yes, sir. But then you moved. Yes, sir. The family moved to. Oh, I moved. You moved. Yeah, family stayed. You left. Yeah, they said, "What? What are you going to do?" Were you when caught we were smoking old? behind the high school? <laughs> no, nope, nope, Monterey. I mean Monterey. Montemita was a, a short-lived little, uh, you know, stopgap. Okay, then you went to Orono. No, I was done at Montemita. I actually graduated. In what Monterey. year? Uh, it was before. I have siblings who graduated from Montemita. Well, we'll talk about it other yeah. times. No, other maybe. Time. Yeah, I might have gone to school with them. You and know. if the name is familiar. You have you're a you're a cousin of the Daytons, as in Dayton. Yes, sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you you have strong Minnesota roots. I am proud to be a Minnesotan, and I'm proud to be a Dayton. Were you a native, or were you born in Minnesota? Yes, sir. Okay. Born in uh, Abbott Hospital in the old days. I'll be oh. damned. Hey, and then, so yeah, and then you went on, and look at you, and then you went on to uh, <laughs> you went on to some. And you continue to enjoy some great musical notoriety. You were Glenn, Glenn Campbell's band director. Yes, sir. And you played with him. Sure did. And in fact, you uh, you have the ability to uh, to play his songs because you are, you've licensed them correctly. <laughs> Same answer, right? And and now you live in Nashville. <laughs> yes, I do. And I've and been there twenty three years now. Twenty three years. I hear in it's Nashville. a twenty four year town. So John, I'm John and I just had this discussion. Is it the coolest city in America? Well, it's the it city yeah. in America, for, especially for music and and partying. You know, well, There's, last night the Wild lost in overtime. I watched the game at Nashville, I and I it. thought the crowd was completely dead. I thought that was an unimaginative crowd in Nashville. But I, I haven't even checked the sports pages today. But I don't think Nashville made the playoffs. No, so they're, yeah, they, they the not. crowd was well, they, uh, the Wild did, though, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. So yeah. they're playing yeah. like big boy hockey here on right. And and right now your career is is touring. Are you on an endless tour like Bob Dylan? I have so much going on in my life, Joe. I well, tell us touring. a little bit. Of it. We have John Height with his guitar. Come on, John. How about you? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> my brother on the guitar. We've had. Uh, both times at the state fair, he's been over there just jamming. Yeah, yeah. I, I asked these guys to ask you, you know, ask Jeff, make sure it's okay. Everybody said, nah, don't worry about it. Jeff won't care. Man, I love the company. Yeah, I do. And you're a great player. Well, thanks. And all you guys are good guys. Okay, okay. okay. You try to put on, but you're, you're all great guys. But you don't know how much of a respite this is. A, it's the opener in Garage Logic, which is the ceremonial uplifting of the garage door uh-huh. during the Friday when it first when it first hits 70 during the show. Oh, I just hit 70. Right. So we've had a long, that's neither here nor there. We've had a long, <laughs> you in there. You you in a little bit. we've had a long, there's a clue. We've right. had a long lingering winter. So this is a much yeah. uh, anticipated garage door opener. So for 2023, we'll note that it was April 14th. Mm-hmm. Plus the news, uh, we, we've ended up, uh, Jeff, kind of chronicling the end of the United States as we know it. And and today's a great way to take a break from that because I'm not going into most of the stuff we talked about before the show. Right. But there's always next week. Right. Get to that. And I came in and I I always catch a lot of grief, Jeff, from John Height. What? Uh, who constantly questions? Well, he questions everything I say, but he really questions 
my musical taste, my musical knowledge. We've been together on air when you brought up some cool little tidbits that these young pups don't know nothing Thank you. about. Thank you. And there's good value in that history. Um, you yeah, know. But I blew the history today. No. Because I came in screaming every night by Paul McCartney. Hey, John, you ever heard of this And one? I said, I made the mistake. <laughs> John, I said, well, you know this song by McCartney? I just heard a Rodney Crowell version. Oh, uh, you really? know Rodney Crowell. Of course, yeah. I've yeah. seen him several times. And, and he did a nice version of Every Night. I heard it on the radio yesterday by Paul McCartney. And I'm I'm relaying this to John as though I have something relevatory. So this is something new. And John just yawned and said, "Well, he, you know, he released his 53 years." <laughs> <laughs> it was when he was on his farm in Scotland. He was playing all the instruments. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was the bowl of cherries, though. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. and you right. two are going to are you two going to struggle your way through it? Oh, I, just, I didn't know I that. Well, well, I just want to go out. We're going to do this. Every night I just want to go out of my head. Every night I just want to stay right on my bed. Every night I want to play And every day I want to spook But tonight I just want to stay And be with you And be with you That's what's going to get us sued. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. singing. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, you know, guys, you know one rule of being in the band: the singer is always right. Oh, no. so, yeah. so because of that chorus, I was, I was never allowed to sing. I was never allowed to sing. I was thinking how ironic it was that Paul used to have to take stabbing to let Linda sing. Just thinking we heard all this. Oh, <laughs> Are you continually writing music? All the time. Yeah. yeah. I, What's the process? Um, I actually have a chapter in my book. I'm working on a book, and the, one of the subtitles is the process. 
Believe it or not. Yeah, okay. right. As Glenn would say, you really hit the nail with your head on that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, the process usually for me begins with a title, because if you don't have an engine, you you can line up boxcars, but they ain't going nowhere. Mm -hmm. So I try to come up with a great idea. And then if I've got an idea, then I can kind of aim all, you know, all the arrows at that target. So wherever that bullseye is, you know, the title is king. And it, then we know what to focus on. So like, for example, there's a song I wrote about Glenn's Alzheimer's, Glenn Campbell's, mm -hmm. called Long Slow Train Out of Town. Mm -hmm. and, and you can't, that was the, you began with that title. Well, that was where I started. And yeah. then I realized that I had a line, a lifetime full of memories are empty boxcars now on mm -hmm. a long, slow train out of town. Wow. wow. Want to do it for us? Or don't you play that? I, I tell you what, you guys play it off the record. We can play it off the record. And my daughter Carrie's actually singing on the record, too. So, hmm. But writing songs, uh, writing lyrics seem easy. Uh, writing music seems impossible. Yeah, I, well, no, I don't mean the cheap. I'm not, I'm not cheap. I'm just saying, okay, okay, writing lyrics seems easier than writing. How do you write music? Well, I have something in mind whenever I'm putting lyrics together. So if I'm working on an idea, I kind of know that I'm not going to do one thing. I'm going to do another sort of, you know, like if I'm feeling a groove, you know, um, I have a new song called Tropical Troubadour. I want it kind of a New Orleans second line. I built the music since I was a kid. I'm more like my dad than my mom would admit. I love the water and I play guitar. I guess the apple doesn't fall too far. I dig an E to a G sharp chord. Sometimes I sleep in my 89 Ford. I'm just a tropical troubadour. Like that. Wow. Okay. And so if you've got a, an experience, any experience with the groove that you want to put together, then you just do it. Now, there were, there's a song on the new record, another one, that I wrote with fifth graders from uh, Minnewashita Elementary School. Yeah, I'll take Minnetonka away. Oh, I remember you telling us about this at the fair. Yeah, yeah, and that song ended up on the record. Oh, that's so cool. A song I co-wrote with eight fifth graders who were special needs kids. Oh, yeah. So it, you know, gets your mind, mind blown, set an expectation and have a, a special needs fifth grader knock it right out of the park. How mm. old were you when you left Minnesota? Uh, well, I had been, I, I left for Phoenix uh, after being here for quite a while. I played with some pretty good people. Well, the reason I'm asking is when you're writing and mm. you're thinking about writing, <laughs> is is there any Minnesota in you that comes out? Is well, there anything about sure. your being raised here that... That absolutely. would be reflected in what you do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Minnesota is such a crossroads. And if you look at the Minnesota music history, mm -hmm. we've got Polka. You know, we had Wally Pickle and all these different guys. You know, we had uh, the blues people up here, Willie Murphy and the Bees. Yeah. And, and uh, even before that, we had John Kerner, Spider, uh, oh. Kerner, Glover, and Ray. We right. had uh, the folk thing. You know, we had great people. Dylan was here for crying out loud. Right. You know. I played the whole coffee house with a Canadian singer songwriter in 1971. And I tell you what, that was like, that's where Dylan played. Mm -hmm. You couldn't get any better as far as folk music in Minneapolis back then. It was a Kaufman Union down the basement. Mm -hmm. um, and we had hard rock and roll. And then we had all the country guys like, you know, um, 
Silver Shoes Fly Home. Uh, John Blankety wrote that mm-hmm. from Minnesota. And Dave Dudley. Six days on the road. And I'm He's a Minnesota guy? I didn't know that. Yeah. Did you, have you met Dylan? No, I have not. No. Although um, uh, Kevin Odegaard, who I was in his band in 1976, oh. had just played on uh, Blood and the yeah. It's Kevin's guitar on the front. Oh, there, right? yeah. 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 Time out. What would you say if you met Bob Dylan? What would the conversation? I mean, you're meeting a legend, but you're. Would you're, you go Harley on it? I would just like, dude. Well, how do you talk to that guy? I mean, not that he's difficult, but I I wouldn't know what to say that would be anything but annoying right, right. To, to, to a guy like that. Hey, I you know, I I love your writing. Um, thank you for the music. I met Steve Winwood one time in Nashville at a rehearsal facility. Mm-hmm. And I said, Hey, uh, are you is your name Steve? He goes, Yeah, are you going to Bonnaroo? Uh-huh. I said, No, we're going to Horton, Kansas. <laughs> and, and he was, I said, You know, I played with Glenn. Oh, tell Glenn hello, you know. And I said, uh, All I can say is thanks for the music. Jeff, guys. you should ask uh, Joe if uh, he and Patrick have ever had the chance to meet Bob Dylan. I've got a real noir memory. I love Dylan. that. What do you got? Well, they, did you guys chase him around? Well, he would have a twins game. No way. At the Metrodome, yes. Wow. Probably with Jacob, who would then have been eight or yeah. whatever. Wow. And he left in the seventh inning, and Royce and I nudged each other and said, let's get him. Let's follow him. We All wanted right. him. We wanted him to sing for the All-Star game when the All-Star 85. game was in the Metrodome in 1985. Wow. And we had made a joke of it on the radio. Let's get Dylan. Let's get Dylan. And Dylan, the imitators, were calling the radio show and pretending they were going to do it. But there's the real Bob. He's going up the aisle. We left the press box, followed him out of the Metrodome. He walks across the street and pauses under a streetlight and eats a cigarette. And then he got into a great big Chevrolet station wagon with a lot of kids mm-hmm. and, and some other adult who might have been, I don't know, is he a brother or a buddy or, or whatever Rick, Rick no and, and he uh, drove away and he never we never did get to talk to him obviously but we were pretty damn close to him wow yeah, Jeff, that's, you yeah, know. that's not much of a story it points out that sports talk used to be a hell of a show yeah. <laughs> jeff do you know lamont cranston local well, band? yeah i the here's the thing quarterbacks never get to play catch and they were always doing their thing, and I was always doing my thing. I saw them down at the Caboose back in the day. Yeah. And Bruce McCabe from that band was yeah. in the Kevin Odegaard band at the beginning of the Oh, band. cool. So, so I'm, buddies, I, I'm buddies with Larry Hayes, who played rhythm in that band. And he said in the 70s, Dylan was trying to hide out from the public, and he was staying on the couch that they all lived. They all lived in this big house. and. Dylan was hiding out, sleeping on the couch. Mm. He said they'd bring a girl home at three in the morning from a gig. They'd walk in, and the girl would see Dylan sitting there, and it's it over. was all over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just over. Oh man, that is something. That you, is something. When you're playing tonight in Excelsior, for example, do you have a band or is it just you? I have two guys with me. Oh, two do? of my favorites: Gary Lopak on the bass and Jason Kraft on the keys. He's playing a Hammond organ through a Leslie speaker. Just <laughs> insanely nice. good guy. Cool. Do you ever perform with a fuller band, including oh, yeah. drums? And, oh yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. yeah. I've had a, we call it the the large the cool crew actually the extra large band 
can't take Lyle Lovett's band's name because he's <laughs> a lot. But four horns, two drummers, you know, cut percussion, really? loaded up. Really? And that's a lot of fun. I mean, it's a wall of noise. It's kind of like me playing with John, you know, it's just a <laughs> wall of noise. But uh, I love doing that. And, you know, sometimes you can do that. Sometimes the budget allows and you just, or sometimes you just don't care. And you call a bunch of great guys and you say, let's have a magic moment. Mm -hmm. So, How many cool. kids do you have? I have five. I hope you have an estate plan. Uh, well, they get whatever's left over. <laughs> our, our own booking agent used to say, No, I'm doing an ad. So yeah. okay. <laughs> well, our, uh, our old booking agent, Roger Adams, used to say, Bring a sound mind. I spent it all. <laughs> you have nothing in like it. Jeff, we have friends called Eckberg Glamours. They're a law firm. They've been preparing estate plans for people for 75 years. But just as importantly, they'll help you with succession planning if you. Uh, are in a small business and things have to move along and you want to take care of it with your family. It's very common to have the kids in the family have different interests. So they take care of that and make it smooth. If you're going to be transitioning to employees, you need to make sure you have the proper structure in place to allow uh, for the transition. And uh, what you've built, built, you don't want to lose. You don't want it lost. You don't want to turn it over to the government That's and right. have them get their hands on it. You want to keep it out of court and reduce your tax implications, implications. and uh, leave everything very smooth and don't start going George W. on me. You want to keep yes, the family business in the family and create stability and continuity for businesses and their owners. Call Eckberg Landers at 651 no, that's Rob O'Brien's number. Let's call. Uh, let's let's get on the lamb. Let's call Eckberg Lambers. Let's call Rob O'Brien. Yeah, I can help you. Let's call Eckberg Lambers at 651-439-2878 or visit Eckberg Lambers at EckbergLambers.com. I think that was the number for Beaks Pizza. <laughs> oh, Beaks. Yum. Um, uh, is there still a Beaks Pizza? I don't think so. Yeah. I think they're out of business, but boy, uh, they were the best. I took a little video that I'm going to post. Is this your Twitter account, Jeff? Uh, At Jeff I don't have, I don't do anything on Twitter. Good for so, you. Oh, you don't. Well, well, I mean, I, on Insta. I, is there, there is a, there's even a LinkedIn somehow. But that's not you. I, I get requests for it all the time. Okay, so should I just use a hashtag or something then? What, for me? Yeah, because I just want to be able to tag you in some Why don't you uh, Instagram. Instagram. Okay. Uh, okay. At Jeff Dayton. If you get it to me, every day yeah, I can send that out. Okay. My All right, I'll figure it out. I'll figure right. it out. Yeah, I don't. I don't tweet. But is Jeff Dayton Music? That's your website, right? JeffDaytonMusic.com. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, that'd be great. I'll make sure I got that. Oh, that's the same photo. Sweet. Well, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I like that. That's a hey, great bro. photo. That's a bigger band down in uh, Florida this winter. When are you going to Hawaii? <clears throat> I'm. Are we back? No, 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 I'm leaving. I have, I play the blue note in Waikiki on May 7th. Here's my question, because Penny's going to do an ad as we come back. Do you want me to bump back with that song you wanted me to play from your disc? Play play anything from the, the disc. The Long Train song? If, uh, yeah, it's kind of a downer. Yeah, don't play it. Play, um, <laughs> do you have anything else? Well, I put that CD in. Yeah, let, uh, oh. play, um, uh, let's see. No, not that disc. Oh, oh wait, oh, you, you can play... Um, Let's see here. What give you one of mine? How about uh, uh, just give me the track number? Yeah, I know. I'm trying to think here. Got something with a long wrap. One, two, three. Oh, four, the soul man will kiss the post. Seven, eight. Play number eight. Okay, number eight. Number nine. Number nine. 
Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. All right. <clears throat> Ken, are you ready? Yeah. Joe, are you ready? A little echo. Uh, oh, I, I had something in queue. Sorry. Yeah, I am. Okay. Rook, are you ready? No. Okay. Well, do it. Hit it. Hit what? <laughs> well, you're playing Jeff. Yes, Go sir. ahead. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes. This guy was many acts. I don't want to stay there. People stay around. Now I don't keep no criticizing people trying to change my mind. Because I can't miss nobody else's I can only be with others. Walk, stand, live like I can be We'll ride, we'll sail. Uh, fearless, reckless, and tough. I guess I feel like I was going to say, 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 I was to worry about this number. What's in your engine does not work in your guitar. That's your problem. Um, you might not realize most preventable engine problems. They start right in the fuel system. Seafoam can help that. They clean. It cleans harmful gum and varnish from the entire system, helping your engine run better, start faster, last longer. And it works the same magic on all your engines, no matter what kind it is or how big. Seafoam is the ticket. You can find it anywhere. Truly a wonderful product in a world of bad gas. Seafoam. When can I fly to Nashville? Yeah. Meet you at the studio. And and play the drums on one song oh recording. Oh my God! Uh, you know what? I would welcome that, and I would set that up just for you. Oh boy! And Guess we're doing the show on the road, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Back your bags, boys. We're going on a guilt trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on down. I mean, if I'm home, you're in. I'll make it work. No, he can get in if you're not. So one song with Joe on here. drums is about a 10-hour session or so. No, <laughs> we can fix Johnny, <laughs> We can fix a lot of stuff. Johnny, you're going to fly, but we're going to road trip to Nashville. Yeah, huh? You like to drive. Huh? I love it. Yeah. I just did it two weeks ago. Oh, so Nashville. What an honor that would be. I would love it. I think that you're honored uh, that I'm the – No, I mean, no you know, don't, don't go humble pie. Okay. Just, it just – I try not to roll in. I put on my humble hat and my grateful face, and that would be the way. The song we bump back with—that's fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, that's a great song. It's called "Living My Truth." And what album is that on? "Live My Truth," and also on the Long Slow Train album. Okay. So again, when you're writing that, you knew it was going to kind of be a a little upbeat song. Well, here's what happened. Yeah, here's the story. I was at writing at a, a little publishing company that didn't last two years, and they had. They had their plugger, the guy's like the realtor for the songs. He said, hey, I'm looking for a song. I'm going to meet this group in about 15 minutes, and I need a song that's up-tempo and positive on life. He said, I said, okay, I can do that. Mm -hmm. He said, well, have you got it? I said, well, I'm going to write it. He goes, well, you haven't even got a demo. I said, well, I don't need 15 minutes. I'll have it. He goes, ah, crazy. I'm leaving. And I said, well, I'm going in the kitchen. Write it anyway. <laughs> and so I did. <laughs> And I just started and it fell out in 20 minutes. So that's how it wow. happened. And I had um, I had an idea, live your truth, the day before. And I thought that was too preachy. 
So just talk about me. You know, people are more yeah. interested in you sharing the truth than telling somebody else what to believe. Mm. You know. Well, do you write every day? And no. if so, is it a set time you must do it? No, it's just I've I've gotten so used to writing, no joke, that I can write on demand. Mm -hmm. So if you said come up with something right now, it'd be really stupid, probably, but I could do it. It's the garage door <laughs> opener in Garage Logic. It's the first Friday that has hit seventy. We've been through the mill with heavy, heavy topics, and today. We're, we're lightening our souls. The garage door is open. The sun is shining. It's 75 degrees. Your name is Jeff Dayton, and you just stumbled into the town of Garage Logic, which is the seat of Gumption County. Yeah. All right. And? And, and, and. <laughs> yeah, so. And you, and you, you will be performing. Is that an order? You, you will be performing at the Knack Hardware and Lounge. John just oh. had pizza for lunch. And. The town dog is two cycles. And I'm yes. about to light another uh, another yeah. dart. Uh, one more question, Jeff. I need about... that all written down, and then I can go. Yeah. So well, one more question well, about writing: Is it easier right. for you to right. write right. under pressure? Like, if you just sat down in the middle of the day with nothing to do and said, "I'm going to write a song," would that would it be harder than uh, the guy coming in and saying, "I need one in 15 minutes"? Well, I don't know. I mean, it, every day is different. Some of them get delivered. And you don't have a thing to do with it. You're yeah. just you're just the pencil. Yeah. And uh, you know, live my truth was one of those. Um, that song Chillo came together faster than any other song at that school last year. Um, the uh, the one that I wrote with the kids. It's um, like this. Uh, oh, look at me, I'm just relaxing on a beach nothing on my mind at all watching the sand crabs crawl lemonade big umbrella in the shade grooving to a potion's tune on a perfect afternoon on the 76 degrees. Whoa, I'm chilling, floating on a favorite pillow, living on island sky, feeling like I'm in my prime. Get me out of Melbourne, cool and deeply cold, chilling, stripping out to withdraw. Nothing bothers me at all. Like that? I did. Damn. And you know, the kids came up. And I had said chillo in a talk to the kids, and they went, That's. And then the kids went, Can we write that? I said, Sure. There's your title. And get to work. And they come up with things like, you know, a drink, a straw, the shade, and all this stuff. And then Uncle Jeffro here just glues it all together. You know, <laughs> you know? and I get, I get whatever you're plugging for glue um, out, and we just fasten the song together. John, <laughs> yeah. do you write as much as Dylan writes? No, no. But John's son is an extraordinary uh, yeah, artist. Yeah, Dylan, not Bob Dylan. Dylan He writes continuously, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, he doesn't even like to mess with... Uh, learning other songs and playing covers. He thinks he's kind of done with that. What's that say, Joe? Am I right? Joe, can you write a three? That's what I was going to say. Hardware and Lounge. What's it? Knack. 
Neck hardware. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, and I, I really tried to write that carefully. I can't make certain letters. Well, it's 75 degrees in Gunshin County. All right. All right. I'm sitting here at the Garage Logic Saloon. And the neck hardware is right down the street from here. And then knuckleheads won't be home soon. Here at God's Logic, it's perfect day. Here at God's Logic, Joe got something to say. Go talk about living, live the American way. Here at God's Logic, in the good old U.S. John, nice lead there, too, by the way. That's, wow. what that's what he's there for. I yeah. take all the bad things I've said about you. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it See, all back. Jeff is the only one secret one. He knows that he knows y'all never catch on to the chords quick enough, so I just do it all the time. It really worked. You know, that's a good teamwork, though, you know, knowing your spot. How close are you to Jimmy Buffett? Um, actually, yesterday I was in the airport in Nashville, yeah. and there was a guy that had a, a, a bird on the – the dart on the guitar, on the guitar neck, mm-hmm. and I was like, "That looks like a Woodstock emblem." And he goes, "Yeah, we were just there." I said, "Oh man, what are you? Who are you playing with?" He said, "Well, I'm, I do sound for Jimmy Buffett." Oh, and, nice. um, Jim Mayer, his bass player, been there for I don't know thirty years. Jim and I were real close pals. Mm-hmm. There's a cool video on my uh, Instagram of Jim and me. We were having lobster hoity-toity by the beach oh, wow. at uh, in Key West this fall, oh. but. Uh, I wish I were closer to those guys because they're a heck of a band. Yeah. And I would love to, you know, hang out with Mac Mackinelli, who's that songwriter yeah. that, you know, has been with him forever. I got songs for Jimmy. I mean, Billo, if you could. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But, think, I was thinking about him when you were playing. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. It would work. What's well, your favorite Glenn Campbell tune? My favorite is the Highwayman. Okay. I'll give you two oh. seconds of it. Because yeah. I have it. It's licensed, so don't, don't. I don't think you have to worry. We're not, and I don't care. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was a highwayman on the court roads I didn't ride. Whistled and pistoled on the outside. Many young men lost their bubbles to my trade. Many soldiers shed his life blood on my blade. They buried me in the spring of the day fire, but I'm still alive. I was stupid. I was all on time. And to see I did anybody, I still was winner down on Mexico. When
country records and he's a phenomenal guitar player a lot of was a lot of people don't know that uh you can find clips online that are amazing uh, also and jeff would speak better to this i'm guessing a guy who could fly by the seat of his pants with no problem uh I, there's a great clip if you've never seen it uh it was i think from the 90s or 2000s on uh, the show in great britain that jules holland hosts i don't remember the name oh, of the yeah. show, i've seen that where he does wichita alignment and a brilliant it's just what it's amazing and the vocals he changes up the way he sings the vocals perhaps he did that nightly jeff i don't know and the solo is you know he, on the record you hear the, the marble romance all the time you know the bass uh, but on there he plays just a phenomenal solo on a strat and uh, but uh, to me he was always brilliant which tall i mean when i was a kid was one of my favorite records i just think it's a perfect pop isn't it cool the influence that he had on musicians of all genres yeah, yeah. that's what's really uh, fun for me yeah. yeah i mean just steve winwood for example you know giving his respect you know showing showing love mm -hmm. for, for glenn and everybody <laughs> paul westerberg yeah oh, yeah you yeah. know they did that thing together they did yeah. that song together ghost, uh, yeah ghost on, the ghost, yeah. Well, ghost on the canvas ghost on the canvas westerberg wrote yeah. and uh yeah, Glenn covered it. Yeah, Glenn did a, a really good version of Jackson Brown's uh, these days. On that record. Yeah, yeah, and you know that's one of my favorites of Jackson's. That's another thing that you just pointed out. He had great taste in the songs he did. Uh, I, I'm assuming he himself yeah. came. You know, a lot of yeah. people, producers, will throw stuff at you saying, "Here, record this." Yeah. But everything he seemed to record, I mean, came from great songwriters. John Hartford, the, you know, Jeff, yeah. Jeff, again, Jeff, you know better. Well, than yeah, and Glenn used to say, you know, I've, I've, I've been blessed with good songs. He said, "I sure am glad that I had taste like that." He said, "Otherwise, I would have been singing for fifty years. I would have had to sing the peppermint twist." Back, back to Highwayman for a yeah. second. He told me this story that you probably won't hear it anywhere, but um, he, you know, he recorded The Highwayman mm -hmm. as an album title, and Capitol didn't care for the song, and so Glenn didn't care for Capitol. And, <laughs> you know, and six years later, when the guys got together to be The Highwaymen, they didn't yeah. even have that name. They just had nothing. And Glenn said, guys, I got the perfect song. It's got four verses. You can each sing a, song, a verse, and I'll even come in the studio and show you how it goes. Mm -hmm. Well, this is the part you won't read anywhere, probably, but um, he said Christopherson turned to Willie during the recording. He said, I think I blew my voice. <laughs> Willie said, well, how can you tell? <laughs> and Chris, Chris, great songwriter, singer, not so much. Well, you know, I mean, the thing is the heart comes through no matter what. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. And I've learned yeah. that about... Uh, well, I mean, Joe singing, you know, you guys know that. <laughs> but, but the guys got hurt, and I, I can't wait. You got to sing on whatever you play drums on, too. No, you, oh, you don't want me to sing. No, yes, I do. We do. I do. Okay. 
I got I got a song you guys might enjoy. Every time I walk in here, this place smells like a stale old beer. I'm not sitting by some bar full of changes. But I always mind my business, yeah. He gives me business back. So I do my best to keep some space between us. Doesn't matter what's on TV. He goes on and on, but he don't know that I need you to listen. Cause I'm walking circles in my head, thinking about my ice cold bed and empty house, wishing I was fishing. Well, my life is a mystery, where I'm preceded by my history. What am I doing? The answer is, I haven't got a clue. I already blew the song. I know my mint's beans out there searching for me. I'll put my next is looking for me too. Yeah, my next is looking for me too. Oh yeah, you know, looks the one who can say. No, on every night you were saying you had the control is on my mind. I got to play with him. I played guitar. He was You know, I can't speak to that. I was How can you tell? But he did. He did make a very late entrance when he was uh, introduced. <laughs> Black tie crowd, Angie Dickinson, James Garner, you know Gene Autry's there. I cried out loud. Wow! And we're his band for the night. Oh, nice. And my band, you know, yeah. Jeff Aitken. Yeah. So, who'd have thought? But uh, you know, I got my start here in the Twin Cities. My first big gig was playing on Lunch with Casey. Really? Wow! And you were talking about you know oh. somebody like showing up, you know, unexpected. And it, well, I forget what it was, but we were at W. We can say it because it's an extinct station. WTCN Eleven at the Calhoun, Calhoun Beach Hotel. Yeah, and it was a, the studio was up in one of the upper floors. Yeah, and uh, it was a sunny. I forget what day. It might have been Saturday. And up pulls his Cadillac convertible with Casey in it. Wearing sunglasses and smoking a big old stogie makes your little like like a pencil. You know? And I'm like, Casey, you saying it ain't so, man. You know, I was 12 and I'm looking at my ear, smoking a stogie. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. And Ron, Rodney was on the show. River on Axel's Treehouse. Remember that show? I did. Clellan Card. We Clellan saw Card. him at the old Log Theater yeah. back when I was a kid. Mom yeah. took me out to see him. Oh, yeah. um, but years later, there was a guy in town named Jim Barber, and he had a cable show with Roger Austin, Casey, mm -hmm. and they had a later version of Casey, and Jim was our comedian at our theater in Branson. He was from Rapid City, and so he brought Roger down to town one time, mm -hmm. and I got to shake the hand of the guy that gave me my start on television. Did you perform on that show? Yeah, we weren't just there to get the grab bags, you know. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, we had a little band. It was Billy Waldron, Tom Wells, Pat Kelly, and myself. 
and we did the crusher and twist and shout. Really? You remember the crusher? Oh yeah. Do the crusher. Yeah. That, like, oh, do the hammer lock. Yeah. Yeah. Hammer lock. Yeah. yeah. Do the hammer lock. Do the eye gouge. Reggie. Reggie Lasowski. Was that who it was? Yeah. The good That would have been a hundred dollar prize. Yeah. Were you in any bands that did the local circuit? Rock and roll bands? We all tried. I mean, you know, we did nine months, broke up, changed names, argued about a new band, you know. Who was a good drummer? Well, you know, we it just was the cycle. You know, you just revolved around and, you know, get a new agency. We stuck with Alpha quite a bit. Marsh Productions was big. Marsh was the band I was with was Marsh. Marsh Edelstein. Okay, yeah. And, and, uh, Gary Lopak, who's playing with me tonight, was in the Youngsters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with Jeff Hill and Keith Falsay. Keith had one of his years in Nashville. He had five number one records. Wow. So wow. So he's done okay. You remember a group out West Minneapolis Way, West Side, the Poor Boys, by any chance? No, that's probably okay. after my time. All right. How about the Bananas? You ever heard Turn of the Bananas? Love Light by the, uh, who, oh, who did that? Love Light was High Spirits. That was High Spirits. Oh, yeah, that was, uh, that was Owen Husky. Yeah. 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 Owen was our manager in the Kevin Odegaard. I'll be deep. No. Yeah. This world is getting very small. Uh, yeah. I'm laughing at Rook. You know? yeah, turn on your love light, right? right. He's, he's singing, he's love, singing the love, Neil, Neil Diamond went. song. It's not how it went. not how it No. about, uh, let's see. Uh, Oh yeah. 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 Oh Hofferman Water. I'm not going to sing either because I'm awful. But Hofferman Water is an independent water treatment dealer and a loyal supporter of the Garage Logic podcast. Listen, now's the time. Maybe you're in the market for a water softener, an iron rust or odor filtration system, or you just want a brand new drinking water system. Well, the fine folks at Hofferman Water have got you taken care of. And that's because a new system from Connecticut can do so many things that other water softeners simply can't do. It's going to cut down on your cell usage, but it's also going to protect your appliances. So do me a favor. Pick up the phone and dial them up today. 952-894-4040. Or just visit their website, HoffermanWater.com. I've been a proud customer of Hofferman and Connecticut for years. You'll be happy to make the switch. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Tell them you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Rock. Yeah. YouTube channel. Jeff. How you the show or is the shirt from the fair? I love it. Yeah. Is that nice? Do you remember that today? Joe. You were asking if he had a better shirt. I don't know. Yeah, I love it. Thank you, Joe. Hello. Everybody stay out of Instagram. We're doing it here. Thank Jeff, you also get a picture of his toothpaste being on the yeah, shirt. Yeah. Stop shirt. I, don't know, uh, <laughs> I don't know what the shirt I'll tell you what, guys. This is more fun than, you know. Are you good on time? Oh, okay. Okay. I plan the day around you guys. Oh, hell. Well, yeah, good. no, seriously. I remember you said, how long do you want to use me? Or Yeah, I, I, I did. Actually, yeah, I said, as long as you want to stay. Yeah, I'm here. Um, I'll text the big man and just you know, send me back in the time. No, we're good. No, I got questions. Okay, yeah, I got. Questions. Um, well, how about how about them twins? They're right. Yeah. I, 
in the first inning. Came back with two more in the in the third. I want to do sports today. I I idolized as a kid. Herb Carneal. Yeah, this guy. I mean, and and my early radio. Are we on? No, but no. My early radio heroes were. I mean, three stations in town. Right. Was CCO. guys with, and then it was Ouija and PDW Right. And then popular music. You know, that's right. Do you want to pull back? I'm going to play something. I want you to play something from his stuff. I have that same scene, or you want me to play something from a different disc? Different. Yeah, let's put in this one. Yeah, the other one. Yeah, the other one. All right. Well, everybody's listening when I do uh, my spot later in the show. When I ask you a oh, question, God, I need to do that. That's right. This when do you want to do it? Um, Kenny's going to do when we come back as we go to the next break. Do yours. Because that'll be good. Okay. Uh, you guys just say you don't know if I ask you any questions. All right. The answer wanna, is we don't know. I don't want to preble them. Thanks, Briefs. Right. Okay. <laughs> They used to be a show on our station. They would always rehearse what they were going to talk about. Oh, cold. Yeah. So you're going to be the guy against it, and I'm going to be the guy for it. You want to fly, Bernie? <laughs> <laughs> Today, I want to burn. You, beauty. Remember, what? Yeah. That was fantastic. Into what? You busting into the GL phone was fantastic. I, I didn't think it was that good. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn, you blow you away, don't you? <laughs> I got one-liners. My book is going to be so full of that. I got a whole thing book. Half full and overflowing, the adventures and characters of a lifetime dreamer and musician. Wonderful. So you line, copy. Jeff Gooch's line. I didn't know I was going to be this good today. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be. Yeah, or, or Glenn had an. I mean, another real good one is like, you're funny, but looks aren't everything. <laughs> These are all three and available because he was the consummate joke thief. I mean, I'm sure there was a lot of needling backstage and oh, on the road and Jeff was the number on this one. Oh, uh, let's see which. Uh, and by the way, put the disc out. Said I'm the first. Oh, you Sounds kind of trashy. Why don't you put in number? Uh, uh, put in number one. That's number right. one. It's, it's interesting. Okay. I've been getting a lot of like. You posted this on YouTube, didn't you? I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. I think on I that. heard the yeah. yeah, this is cool. Yeah, thanks. This. All right. Ken, you ready? Okay. Uh, I am rolling. <laughs> These men spend hours in hardware stores, stealing parts and parts of life. Jealous usually. Well, I came down here about a year ago with many vans. Had a stupid panic, and I never looked back, and I never regretted it once. I changed my gear for an old new hope on the flag on the mast and I cast it up and I followed the waves to a place for the coconuts. Your music Right. 
If you want the very best law on the block, you've got to use professional turf They've been around since 80. A little old fashioned, the uh, ladies and gentlemen that pro turf when it comes to service, they'll come out to your home in person for your free estimate. They're going to set clear and accurate expectations. They combine their 35 years of experience with your ideas and then create a service program that will exceed your wildest dreams. You'll have your own fertilizer and weed control plan, environmentally safe, guaranteed for results. And don't forget about the toot sweet deal. If you see something that concerns you at any point during the summer, give them a call. Your tech will be out there. Toot sweet. A beautiful, healthy lawn free of crabgrass, broadleaf weeds, and dandelions just a click away. ProfessionalTurf.com. And John's newscast is brought to us by ProfessionalTurf.com. I have one, but I guess I didn't need to do all nope. that work tonight. Screw we the don't news. Even, we don't even need it. No, nope. that's fine. We don't I, even need I'd it. rather play music. I, I, I listen to Jeff. There's not much dark in your music. It seems happy. You know, there's enough crazy out there for here, here, sure. that. You know, I'm just going to stick with happy. You know, if you can make people happy, I think half your work in life is done. And if, if you can show kindness, try a little kindness. The second verse of that was written by Glenn Campbell. He didn't like it, care for the first version of it that the writer wrote him. And, you know, there, life is short. We should just enjoy it and play beautiful music. That's what my cello teacher at Southwest used to say. And uh, there you go. You know, Cello, I was reading your bio. You have a jazz background as well. What kind of jazz do you like? Big band stuff. I was a guitar player in our university ensembles. I was in the number one band at the U of M. Over there, we got to work with Thad Jones a couple times and Phil Woods and uh, Dizzy Gillespie and, um, you know, uh, that kind of thing. John's not going to leave you alone. Yeah. A big old hollow body, I hope. I'm just going to sit and you know, play jazz. My grandpa was a jazz drummer. Yeah, my dad. was New Orleans jazz. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Red Maddock was his name. Uh, oh, a, man. Uh, I love that stuff. He my played, dad was tell in Tell about what Chet said. He'd know Chet, obviously. Uh, Chet said, Jack uh, said, because he played on Prairie Home Companion with um, the Bush Thompson Trio. They were the in-house band for uh, Prairie Home Companion. Yeah. And Anthony said that no drummer he ever worked with kept better time than Red Maddock. That is so cool. And he didn't have to, you know, he didn't have to say that. I mean, you know, I was just, no. my grandpa wasn't a focus, you know, Keeler was. But you it, know, the, I got to play with Butch, with Peter Lang, who was a Minnesota guitar player. Yeah. He was one of the old Tacoma Records guys with Kati and Fahey. Mm-hmm. Again, our Minnesota history. Why are we like we are? Because we got, you know, there was everything was in the stew. It was everything from the garden and covered, and, you know. Yeah, you, we just lost Butch last year, I think. I know, I heard. And you know what? There was a guy that was hopefully going to be there um, at, at Crooners, um, Henry Blackburn, and he used to be one of the contemporaries of that okay. sound. He brought the the, uh, the New Orleans guys to Minneapolis back in the 50s or 60s, whatever it was. Yeah, my dad played rhythm guitar in the United States Dixieland band, and oh, really? yeah, and his man was Freddie Green. But of course, Count Basie, you know. Yeah. So when I was conducting Les Brown's band, the Renown, one time, and we're doing uh, like tables all empty, the desk was deserted. They're playing that little song, you know. And my dad popping buttons, so he had to talk. Because <laughs> <laughs> there I am with, with Bob Hope's personal band. You know? That's cool. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, do, I love that stuff. And, yeah, you do know uh, Grandpa Red's famous quote, don't you? Tell us. Is it true that you're the funniest man in the world? I am the funniest guy in the country. Really? Tell me. What's the secret of that? You know, Glenn Campbell did that too. <laughs> yeah, he was true. Yeah, he, Glenn was a 
was Joke it renowned joke thief. Yeah. I mean, we were sitting there. Glenn and I went. We were playing Reno in the headliner room. Glenn and I went down to see Bill Medley from the Righteous Brothers. Yeah. And it was right after Dirty Dancing. So, like, I'm on fire. My songs are new again. You know, I'm hot. I'm, my, you know, my career's taking off. And he said, I quit drinking. I lost ten pounds. I lost all my friends. Yeah. <laughs> and I look over. And Glenn's got a napkin and a blue sharpie. He's like, ten <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. We experienced that here on TL. We'll oh, say something on the show, and it'll appear in Switch's column. Sounds right. Right. Yeah. 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 I always announce that I'm stealing it. It's I always say I'm stealing that. I'm taking that. Glenn, to be fair, he would often credit people like Blake Clark and Roger Miller, especially. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd give him a right arm. I'd give him a right arm to be ambidextrous. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, did it entail, what did it entail to be his band director? What did that mean? Well, I played guitar, and tried to keep up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he trusted me. He saw us opening for the Alabama and the Judds and Merle Haggard. Yeah, wait. He, what's the chance? Um, meeting that you guys had that, that started this relationship. That was it. We were rocking in that in uh, Phoenix. I was living there since, well, I'll tell you, it was in late 79 when we moved there. And Urban Cabo was exploding in Stetsons and Wranglers everywhere. Mm-hmm. And we were just right at the time and it put a band together. And we, we won a big contest in 83. We were called High Noon. We came to Nashville and played, you know, with everybody. And then 87, uh, we won the Wrangler Country Showdown in Phoenix. And there we were for these guys and Glenn came down to see his old pal Haggard and Glenn Haggard had a huge history I could tell you 20 minutes about that and Haggard was one of the greatest and uh, so you know, he, he heard us play and the next night there he was at a golf tournament that Nicholas was uh, hosting this new course in desert called Desert Mountain up at Carefree so, yeah yeah you yeah. probably played there I have him but I'm aware of it yeah. I see not the those are usually playing up there, yeah. Right? yeah he's still working <laughs> right. and uh Anyway, I walked up to Glenn, and he was having dinner with Nicholas. And I said, hey, you need him, old buddy? (laughs) (laughs) He came by to meet me the first time, the night before. And I said, you want to sit in? He goes, yeah, you know my songs? Southern, I'm so gentle, Phoenix, Galveston. I said, "Uh, yeah. No, No, but we didn't know. But we just, you know, you were talking about uh, people faking. Yeah. You know? And I thought he said, he said, take it. And I thought he said, fake it. <laughs> and uh, actually, that's true. Vince Gill, too. One time we were back in events at the Phoenix Open, and our band had done you know, a whole set of events. Glenn was in the front row, and he goes, hey, Jeff, that, that was a good solo. I bet you don't remember one note you played. <laughs> <laughs> and then he came up to us, and our keyboard player, the late Noel Kirkland, and he goes, Hey, you guys sounded great with Vince. He said, How come you don't play that good when you're playing with me? <laughs> Where do you rank and Noel, and Noel says, well, you ain't no Vince Gale. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you rank him? Vince, oh, no. yeah. one of the best. You know, the thing about Nashville is you got Vince who could just play, you know, Brent Mason, who's on all of my stuff, mm-hmm. you know, uh, on guitar. He's played. Well, here's an example. I have Lonnie Wilson in my new record. He was Joe uh, Diffie's producer, co-writer. He wrote All My Friends Say with Brian. You know, um, He's had, and I said, Lonnie, how many number ones have you been on now? He says 120 number one records and 400 no. top tens. And I said, wow. Brent, Brent Mason, how many number one records have you been on? And somebody across the room goes, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I know none of you guys have probably heard of Brent Mason. Have you? I, I know. know. No, I have not. These guys always tease me because I say, guy's a monster. Trust me, he is a monster, as Jeff will <laughs> agree. Yeah, yeah sure. he's 
you know, so Nashville is full of that. Charlie Warshawn's another phenomenal player. Yep. Keith Urban's there. What a great guitar player. Kenny Greenberg, um, gosh, the guys in the studios that do this day in and day out. Yep. Uh, you know, they're. Glenn says you can't swing a dead cat in Nashville without history pictures. Yeah. <laughs> so. I talked to a guy once who said, "Never move if you want a job. Don't move to Nashville and don't move to Austin, Texas, because there's a line around the block of guitar players who are better than you, no matter how good you are." Yeah, one guy in Phoenix said, mm. "Go ahead, go to Nashville. We'll save your place in line." Yeah. <laughs> but you know, if you want to get the daily butt kicking that you need to get to be a better player, better singer, better yeah. rider, you know, you go to Nashville. Go where the you know, play tennis with Bjorn Borg. Play yeah. up, you know. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, that's the old cliche, play with better musicians. That's yeah. the way you get better. That's yeah. what happened to all of them. And I'm watching guys that, that haven't done Nashville, but, you know, are getting it through me, kind of, you know. And, yeah. and, boy, it's so cool to see what's happening. And I got a band up here, kind of a core group we call the Cool Curve, and out in, in the southwest in Phoenix and L.A., and then I've got a bunch of guys out in Nashville and Florida. And we just have so much fun out there. So, yeah, I mean, that's good, and, you know, that's good living. How many guitars do you want? Uh, one, two, three. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I love this man. I, I love this man. I think if I, you know, on a wish list, I mean, if I won the lottery, I could go stupid, but I don't, you know. It, it, honestly, the one that, that plays the best, it sounds, the, I have a guitar I call number one. It's an old Taylor. This is number two. It's a few years after. So this is 94. Number one's at 91, and it's all beat up. The reason I ask is why Why did you bring this one to Minnesota? Because it's the one I parked up here for the year. Oh, you leave it up here? Yeah, it's parked here for the year. Oh. It's, it's, I bought it as a backup, and it's, a, you know, I mean. <laughs> brings like a big dog. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it plays well, and it plays in tune, and it's got the sound I want. Where so, do you leave it? In a uh, locker at the airport? I have a secret location. Okay. <laughs> he's, he got it. He's got it. Okay. okay. You're, you're tell you, you, yeah. He'd have to kill you. Yeah. It's classified. No, it's not that big. <laughs> you know, I bought it really reasonable, and, and, you know, it's nice. I'm always buying guitars on the road, too. I mean, I, I chrome through Craigslist every time I'm up here. You ever let one go that you wish you had back? Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What's the song you wanted to do? We were talking before the show. You wanted to do a song, but you thought uh, John would listen to that song. John. Oh, you, you said there would be. Uh, oh, that was so really. We have to do a little primer. My next mix. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we already did it. Uh, I just, you know, it's a fun yeah. song about being here like an idiot. When you go to, <laughs> when you came to town, would you go to Willie's Guitars in St. Paul? Or would you go to a guitar store? Or well, I've been to Willie's plenty of times, you know, but I can watch his stuff online. You know, okay. I don't really have to. I, mean, need to go to the store. I get up to St. Paul, though. I like uptown. I used to live up there with Gary and our roommates. We mm -hmm. lived on Goodrich um, for really? a while back in the in the seventies. Do you know Billy Gibbons? No, you, he's been in Nashville a lot right. lately. Though. And Bukovac. Oh, here, there's another guitar player. Oh Lord, yeah. look him up. He goes by the name What's Uncle name? Tom Bukovac. B U K O B A C, and he's got a little thing he calls homeschooling with a K. <laughs> homeschooling. And uh, he's had Billy Gibbons and all sorts of people on there. He's just, he's one of the top, top, top guys in Nashville. And he, he's a, a favorite of everybody. I mean, Dan Huffies is a monument. He's in Dan. I don't want to get controversial because it's been a fun 75 Whoa. minutes. But earlier this week on the show, Jeff, we had a massive brawl on the show because we were disputing 
who had the better version? Were you sure Hank ain't done it this way? Between the original oh, and the Mavericks version. And we love the Mavericks version. No, the Mavericks version is the best. No, you no. talk about the oh my with, God. is it Mavericks with Raul Malo? Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. No. Those guys rock and Raul is amazing. And he produced a record for KT Osmond, who's gone now. She's passed, but it was a song called Live Close By, Visit Often. <laughs> which is a great <laughs> recipe for a good long-term relationship. But Raul is, you know, bad A, man. He's just phenomenal. How, but how are you going to beat old Waylon, man? How you are you going to top Hoss, you know? I got to talk to Damn him. Damn it, Kenny's right. Well, I got to talk to Hoss one night. You know, me and Waylon were standing there next to the stage. And Glenn's, or Waylon's band is out there, you know, the Waylon's. And, and, and it's all the guys, man. It's just like it. And he, he, we're just in the shadows. He's getting ready to get introduced. And he says, I'll tell you about Uncle Ben. <laughs> I said, I bet you will. Because, <laughs> you know, they had those days. I mean, you know, it, it's kind of like the days of that song I'm writing called mm -hmm. Renegades and Rascals. You know? And uh, he said, but here, one thing about Campbell, he said, when he got a TV show, he never forgot who his friends were. And we all, he put us all on the show and we all wore our careers to him. What wow. was that whole hee-haw thing? Hee-haw was Buck Owens and, and Brett Clark. Well, yeah, Glenn had his own show. Yeah, he was Glenn a summer replacement for the Smothers Brothers. That's how it started out. Oh, yeah. summer, <laughs> summer Brothers. That a boy, Rook. You stolen Nothing ever changes, Rook. What the hell? We had, <laughs> we had more fun. No, I mean, I got to do hee-haw with Glenn just because I was the band leader. And sometimes when, the, you know, when they didn't need the whole band, Glenn would just take me. And the, the hee haw band. So if you go on YouTube, maybe that's what I was. Yeah. He was on many times, but he didn't live in Nashville. He never did. He lived in Phoenix. And well, it's the very end. He was in a Medicare center. But, um, that was another sad. Uh, Roy Clark. Oh, there's a great guy. And he was yeah. a cool, cool dude, too. I mean, we, we played, you know, golf and we played guitars backstage. And he talked to me like one time I did something stupid and busted my pinky back of my hand here. And I thought it was broken. He said, what'd you punch? Look at my right hand. He said it was like every finger pointed at a different planet. You know? He so said, I can't hit so many faces and brick walls. <laughs> when it comes to our, are you sure uh, Hank done it this way? You're going with Merle. Merle? I mean, not Wayland. No, well, you know, it's, I just think that's just, it's got, it's, it's got the ponies, man. It's just like the way it is. You do a little more of that? Are you kidding me? You don't do that? Well, I mean, you know, singing that he stopped loving her today would be the same kind of sacrilege. But... You know, the guys that did prison time and then tried right. out to do, you know, a career in music. Merle. <laughs> Merle did prison Had, time. Haggard's watching Johnny Cash play yep. and, at Colson Prison, and he's going, dang, mm -hmm. I, when I get up, I'm going to do that. And they gave him the hope. And I tell you what, I don't think back in those days, I don't really know if there was a better songwriter or lyricist, you mm -hmm. know, in terms of being right to the bone 
You know, I love tech, man. And I got to meet him and, you know, I got to meet a lot of folks. They're all in the book, but I'm still right. You know. Why don't we take a time out? Sure. Uh, but first, here's John Hyde. Before we take it to Joe, oh, did, yeah. you, did you have something you wanted to add, Joe, before we take a commercial? No. Oh, okay. I no. thought you said but no. first. Uh, I want to tell you guys about this. You know who's coming to the Pantages Theater? Me? No. No. Well, I will tell you when first. Oh. Pantages, of course, in Minneapolis, Saturday, April 29th. Okay. No. Two yeah. weeks from tomorrow? Yep. Let me give you a little hint. Okay. Yep. Here we come. Yeah, that's right. Hey, hey, the Monkees is coming to town uh, the night, oh. April 29th. The Monkees celebrated by Mickey Dolans. Mickey, of course, the only surviving uh, yeah. monkey. And uh, if you know their history, he did sing a lot of their hits, Atlanta, Clarksville, I believe her place, Valley Sunday, and lots more. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tickets start as low as 43 bucks. There are lots of great seats left. You just have to head to Ticketmaster.com or www.talicpresents.com. That's T-A-L-U-K. Now, what's going to happen is Mickey's got a full band with him on this tour. Now, the tour has started already. The show's getting great reviews. He's performing with a full band, and part of the night includes a big screen. They'll show old video clips, pictures, and never-before-seen movies, home movies of Mickey and the boys in the band. And uh, you might remember, you may not know, Mickey was one of those guys who lived in Laurel Canyon during the late 60s. So, of course, oh. uh, yeah, you'll see some great photos and stories about those folks, too. So come on out. See Mickey Dolan's pay tribute to Mike Nesmith, Davy Jones, and Peter Tork, April 29th at the Pantages Theater in Minneapolis. Get your tickets from Ticketmaster.com or www.talic.com. Presents. How is he going to get here? Is he going to take the last train from Clarksville? Oh my God. Do you know why oh, Mike Nesmith? You know why Mike Nesmith had money? Uh, whiteout. That's right. His mother invented a whiteout. What? Yeah, she was the whiteout woman. Mike also really? wrote some great songs. Uh, you probably knew the month. Actually, I knew Mike. <laughs> Mike actually was before the Flying Burrito Brothers, before the Eagles. All those guys had a great band called uh, the. National, Silver National. Well, I don't remember, but he had a couple of great They were hits. great. There were country rock hits, Joanne. I don't know if name. Really? Joanne and I didn't know any of that. By a oh, oh, yeah, huh. he was a great record. That and Silver Moves. Every night I want to stay. <laughs> no, that's a different, a different song. Anyway, yeah, Mike had a great dad in the early 70s after the Monkees broke up. And guess who the session guitar player uh Record was Glenn Jeff Campbell. Dave. Glenn Campbell. Campbell. Uh, not last train in Clarksville. That was uh, uh, Louis Shelton, uh, Shelton on, yep. who uh, was with us in uh, Scottsdale one time. But yeah, and Mike came to Reno when we were there at Harris, and we got up, and Mike got up with us, and we did last train to Clarksville with him. No nice. way. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. The Pantages is like a great theater right here. I'd love, yeah. to, I'd love to get invited to do a show there. Someday. You know, we understand that who you really want to play for, and you're being very serious about it, is you'd love to play at a Twins game. Oh, dude. I love when since, okay, 61, when they moved here, Yeah, um, they were, my grandmother bought season tickets right away. Mm-hmm. My grandmother from Elwood, from Montemita. Uh, and uh, so of all those years, we were in box seats, and I remember going and sitting in the knothole gang right. and, and left field was fit, I think fifty cents or a dollar to get in or something like that, a dollar a day. And I'd crawl under the stands when I was a kid and try to find change down there. Yeah. <laughs> um 
I was there for the 65 World Series with the Dodgers two games. I was there for the 65 All-Star game. Yeah. I memorized and knew, thanks to CCO, listening vicariously to all those games. And I knew all their numbers and all, you know, stats mm-hmm. on the players. Lenny Green. But what do you want to do? Do you want to do the anthem? I'd love to do the anthem. Why can't we make that happen? We can make that happen. I would love it. Yeah. You know, I did sing for the Cubbies. Yeah, you told we us. We saw that. the YouTube clip last summer. That yeah, was really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my buddy Gene from Rose Presents will be listening to this. Gene, make this happen, okay? <laughs> there, it's done. <laughs> I'll let you call this. Mr. LaFoge, engage. Number one. But you're a baseball guy. I love baseball. Uh, huge fan. I listen to the both John and I are about to fall in love with these. You better settle down. Yeah. Well, you know, I've listened, but both of the twins are off to a great start. And I just, I love the fact that they've got these fresh faces. I was in an airplane with one of the Yankee scouts a, a bunch of years back, and he said that the twins farm system was loaded up like no other team in baseball. And Buxton was the guy. He said, This will be a Hall of Fame year. You watch. Mm-hmm. Um, if he plays. Well, you know, but then you got this new guy, Farmer, who just got clocked in the face two yeah. nights ago. Yeah. That was horrible to watch. But I've been trying to pay attention, you know, and, and there are a lot of great channels on YouTube that, you know, run the game quickly and you can check it out. I'm really, I'm, what are they, nine and four right now? So, yeah, they got a game tonight and then they got a day game this weekend somewhere up there in New York. Or New York, yeah, New York. Yeah, four games. So, I mean, we're going to win the Twins. We're going to score. <laughs> well, uh, Farmer, hockey likes, said he's okay. He'll be back. I just got my teeth aligned. So, and, you know, Rocco doesn't keep him out for, keep him out for two months. <laughs> might, you know, come back and play right yeah, away. I tell you what, huh? what, what, a, what a cool year for them. They got all these new young players yeah. and guys that, you know, the new pitching is just like, oh, yeah. how about the pitch clock? Are you a fan? Oh, I heard there was an infraction in a game where they actually called an out or something. On a batter that took too long, yeah. just you know, monkeying around in the box or whatever. It's made but a big difference. As Twins fans, we had been waiting for last night for about 20 years. Oh, God. I wanted yeah. it to be 20 to I know yeah. we were waiting for the humiliation. Yes. Well, yes. Yes. All teams to do it too. You know, the pinstripes. I mean, it's just, you know. How many times have you done the anthem? Uh, well, I've done it in other places, but only once for the major league. Oh, really? So, okay. And I tell you what, there is no feeling on earth like when you start to realize that you have some kind of control and you can land of the free and you just hold it as long as you can and yeah. the crowd's erupting. Yeah. And you're going, <laughs> I'm getting chill bumps from memory. Right. right. Yeah. You know? yeah. And yeah. the whole, and you're just like going nuts. And I'm with a guitar. And that's just like, it's huge. Oh, we got to make it happen. I yeah. love it. And then you leave the field and you're high-fiving people all the way back to the clubhouse, yeah. like your Cal Ripken or something. You know? <laughs> but now cool. I'd, I'd love to be that guy, just doing high-fives all the way around the stadium. Are you a golfer? I have wasted a lot of golf balls. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I, I know where they were at. I know that feeling. Yeah. Glenn used to say, best advice I could give you, Jeff, swing hard because you hit it. <laughs> well, Glenn's pretty good golfer. He, he said he was a scratch golfer. Well, he had the oddest swing, though. He had a top knot in his back. Barkley style, where you'd pause and then he had a, like a little twitch up there. You know, okay. He'd walk in the green room. He said, "Walk up this morning and I looked in the mirror. My hands were up here." And I said, "What are they doing up here? They should be up here." <laughs> I was thought the strangest story I heard uh, after he passed away, after he left us, one of his best friends and best golfing buddies was Alice Cooper. And I thought, boy, there's a, yeah. there's a tandem to see on the golf course. Huh? Yeah. Glenn they and Alice they had a, uh, like a red light camera photo of them one time. <laughs> and the only reason to get that picture is because they blew a red. 
<laughs> there's Glenn's Bentley, you know, and there's wearing sunglasses. What's Al like? Is he pretty cool? Really quiet, humble guy. Is he? Yeah, uh, I've seen him play golf. I've seen Alice play golf with his band. We, uh, you know, we played Cooperstown uh, or Cooperstown in Phoenix. He had a club there for a while. Hmm. Um, I've run into him in airports, and he was on the uh, one of the shows we did one time too. Really nice guy. Yeah, he is. Rap is really great. Guy. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Nothing like the screaming rocker, you know. I mean, yeah. he comes on like he's Ted Nugent or something, yeah. you know. And but then off off stage, he's just humble and quiet. Well, he he was in that group with Keith Moon and those guys where they were basically trying to kill each other, kill themselves. He was drinking. Yeah. He, he yeah. gave up the beer. He took after. the beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that helps. It does. And, you know, it did wonders for my life. Like, like, what's it? Glenn, like, oh, my God. Glenn's like, yeah, I quit drinking. You know, and he, he told that joke for four years. Lost yeah. all my friends. Yeah. And then he says, well, I had to quit drinking. You know, I was a drunk. I wasn't an alcoholic like Jeff. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he said, people would say, how'd you sleep last night? He said, like a log. I woke up in the fireplace this morning. <laughs> You heard about this. It's a true story. This guy that went into the bar, and he was a little down and out, and he looked at the bartender, and then he looked at the top shelf, and he said, I want a shot of everything up there, everything on your top shelf. The bartender said, are you sure? And I said, yes, that's what I want. And the bartender started pouring him, and the bartender said, I, I got to tell you, man, uh, I've never seen anybody drink like this. And he said, well, you'd drink like this, too, if you had what I had. And the bartender felt terrible. What? Oh, I'm sorry. What? what what's your? What do you have? Said, Six bucks. That's a good. It's like that would be a Glenn Campbell that's thing. A good one. I love that. Yeah, that's a good one. Six bucks. <laughs> we were playing the Lorain County Fair in Ohio, and it was raining cats and dogs. And Glenn says, "I know because I stepped in a poodle." That would have driven me crazy. But they're all logged in there. I mean, I can't. You can't get rid of them. And so there, there are people out in in black yard bags, glad bags, like covered up to watch us play. And I had brought a vintage guitar I just bought. Another one I wish I'd gotten rid of. Wait a minute. So what you're trying to tell us is, off mic, off the stage, Glenn Campbell was working. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, nonstop. Oh, I don't know. I would not put him in, I, in my high standards. Only I wouldn't yeah. don't take this the wrong way. Where he was like rookie, only smarter. Yeah, wow. and talented. It's getting there's love in this room. As soon as happens, say, "Can you feel the love in here?" Can well, it, it? it manifests itself in strange ways. He said, "Well, if you can't, then feel around you. <laughs> you you'll find it. You'll find it somewhere." Oh man. Yeah, I was so glad I brought this guitar. And I said, hey, Glenn, check out this new guitar I got. And he barely glanced over. He goes, that's nice and everything, but I figured you would have learned to play the first one. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, what a great line. Oh, my God. I think we'd get along with him good, Joe. Oh, that was great. He'd have loved this show. Well, he'd love giving the needle is what it sounds like. Oh, yeah. he'd rid he I can't go into all the stories. No, you can't. you got to save it for your book. Well, there, but there are so many. I mean, just every time you were, you turned around, he'd, he'd take my other guitar, the number one, and he'd say, Jeff, let me borrow your rhythm. That was a rhythm guitar, you know, acoustic. He said, boys, I'm going to stand here and pick, and you stand there and marvel. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd launch into something, you know, just unbelievable. He had just a great, great well of uh, 
just class, you know, for being a country boy as, as country as he was, you know, he just, there wasn't you, anything like it. At, the, you know. at the fair, you played us some Minnesota themed songs, but you, you had a song about fishing. Oh yeah, you want to hear a little fish? Yeah, they, because it's seventy-eight degrees. And uh, are you doing the fair again this year? Just say the word. Okay. Well, it's not up to us. I, well, I'm not. I mean, to get old and neat dungling and say how many times you get until you get tired of old Jeff playing the landing no, no, stage. No, no, we would, yeah. I would love to play the fair again. I don't. Just as long as it's not the beer tent. You know? Right. But, well, we can't do anything about the fair because our guy who ran the fair is no longer running. You're retired. He retired. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'd love to just come by and do the show with you guys. Well, if you're in town, Absolutely. you have to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let's make we'll it. Be we'll put it in yeah. light. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, we say, thank you, boy. The producer says, "Back off your microphone, son. You're popping the tea on your once." <laughs> you got a line and I got a pole. You and me, baby, let's take a stroll. Wander on down to the waterside. Cut a little bait and see what bites. Cause I love fishing with you, baby. I love your little catch miller. I love the way you tease me. One little wiggle and I'm on the hook. You're so cute and come and come back. Makes a little house more bitter. You're so fine, just sitting in a boat. Now you're in the water for the whole bathroom. Cause I love the fish here in the baby. I love your little catch me look. I love the way you taste me. One little wiggle, I'm on the hook. Come on, Rip. Here you go. All right. Well, I took my last dollar down to the track. Met an old pony named Surefire Jack. Jack was a winner, and I was too. So I bought a big coat and an Evan Brew. Slice of bologna, slice of cheese, chips and a pickle and a sweet iced tea. Nothing in the bucket, nothing on the line, but one of your kisses, baby, I'm just fine. Cause I love fishing, baby, I love your little catch me look. I love the way you tease me, one little wiggle and I'm on the hook. Come on, bro. One little wiggle and I'm on the hook. One little wiggle and I'm on the hook. <laughs> there you go, guys. I'm fishing with garage logic. Nice. nice. Fish, the replacement did a song about fishing. Did they? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You got to do a fishing song if you're a Minnesota. Oh, yeah. You know what I've been saying is you t give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. Right. Teach a man to fish, he'll go walleye. Oh, some <laughs> yeah. well. Something about fishing. I know the replacement said a fishing song. Yeah. We played the Wee Fest back in the late, late 80s with Glenn, and we were up there um, 
all the buses are backstage. You've got this like backstage village. And yeah. uh, Steve Warner was on that day, Barbara Mandrell, Andy Gruber, Andy Travis. And, and we had flown in Gene Autry's Challenger jet from Phoenix. He came over from LA because Gene's manager was our manager. Mm -hmm. And so we were, we're in these LA pilots, you know, with like the members only leather jackets, you know, lady. Yeah, right. Let's face it, right. Lady, right. That was cool. And we get to the village and the Bemidji firemen were back there doing a walleye fry. Oh, they, boy. they had the powder, you know, like the, yeah. the bread and salt pepper, yeah. you know, and deep frying the walleye fillets. And these pilots, I said, guys, you got to try that. And they went, oh, fish. I said, you just try it once. You were just, yeah. you know, yeah. you aren't going to believe it. So about 30 minutes later, I saw them both each carrying two plates with flour all over their mouths. And going, this is incredible. <laughs> you so, better take a time out, Reeves, for Rook. Well, I'll tell you what. I could take a time. I don't want all the attention right now. Okay. What I'm do is give the funniest other clients attention, including Minnesota Masonic Charities. They're online at mnmasoniccharities.org. And again, the reason that they're here on Garage Logic is to take away all the secrecy, their full disclosure, and what they do is help people, including on April 29th, this is uh, the Garage Logic 30th anniversary. It's the seventh annual Dave Vice Memorial Sporting Clay Shoot. It's going to be at the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club. And you can find out all the details by calling this number 612 790 why are we promoting this? Well, because the Shriners Healthcare Campus and the U of M Masonic Children's Hospital will benefit from this. So if you're uh, of the mind and do some uh, clay shooting now at the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club, call this number, 612-790-5561. Meanwhile, poke around mnmasoniccharities.org to find out how great they do all around the state. They're wonderful people, and the secret is out. Yes, they have a secret handshake. But you can find all the information about it at mnmasoniccharities.org. This show is much was much needed thanks to you. So oh. all he wants to do is fish. Yeah, all he wants to do is fish. Yeah. 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 Um, we're going to be at Horse and Hunt this summer. I saw that. We're going to do yeah. the uh, Glen Show down there. That's a great place. I heard it. Oh, yeah. I, down I said, I hope, they, I hope they do really well and don't run out of money by the time we get there. Yeah. <laughs> I think they've been around forever. They yeah. have yeah. great yeah. campus. Uh, yeah. That's where we gave and I took our firearm safety course. Oh, really? Our, our, it was our field shoot. We get to shoot every time. Is it a ticketed event? Is it a charity yes. event, Jeff? But, uh, I don't know. I don't okay. Know. Um, He's on a I'm going to be on paycheck that morning. Down oh, in cool. That's the best. That's the coolest radio station in the state. That yeah, radio yeah. station represents Minnesota. Well, okay. Paycheck. 95.5. What town? New Prague. Oh, yeah. Here's another radio guy wearing one of my shirts today. Look at that. You know him, Drew, from the four outdoorsmen over at Bob FM? No. He's a, a like outdoors. Oh, you should stop by and see them at the fair, too. Oh, it's Bob. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I saw on your Instagram. No, yeah. that's good. That's... Yeah. Those guys play the heck out of my music and... You know, this, it, there's a lot of music up here, and Twin Cities people are doing great. Oh, we're going to now because we have three CDs. Yeah. Chris, can we do mine in the middle, or are you full? Uh, you're the, that's, the moon is last is the last one I need. Can I do it right in the middle of the break, though? So, oh, do you want to do it right now? Well, it's kind of yeah. clumsy. Yeah, um, no problem, no problem. Yeah, just kill everybody, and I'll lay it down here. You don't need water or anything? I love water. Okay. Yeah. Don't. All right, Kenny, I am rolling in three, two, one. Which local dealership has the most major manufacturer brands in one single showroom? Give up? Oh, it's easy. You all know. 
It's Moon Motorsports in Monticello. They have 11 brands, the 11 brands that we all love and trust. Their newest brand, Gas Gas, it's a dirt and trail brand with an exciting mix of models for riders of all levels and ages. Gas Gas, they make more than trials bikes these days. Their dirt bikes are fantastic. And for those of you that want an ATV or a side-by-side, the selection at Moon Motorsports, they have it all. Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha. Moon Motorsports has you off-road lovers covered. Moon Motorsports, they're in Monticello on the south side of 94, just west of Highway 25, and they are our Can-Am, Polaris, Skidoo, Honda, Yamaha, and Dirt and Trail Adventure Motorcycle brand leaders. They're the best. Check them out on the web, moonmotorsports.com. Hold on one second, Kenny. I want to hear. Well, I did. Uh, am I allowed to turn the mics back on yet? What? Can I turn the mics back on yet? Yeah. Oh, you're having a private yeah, conversation. I, just, I got you. I got you. A couple of boys doing that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm trying to do like little like landing signals and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm trying to help you through so if there's a break and stuff like that. Yeah. Mostly if, if I see a one, four, or five, I hit that. Another oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not um, but I think the lead yeah. thing works really well over. Rather than trying to cord along, yeah, I've kind of got the cord thing covered because that's what I'm trying to lay down first. So if you yep. want to dance on top, you okay, know, you did yeah. that wealth of fair with your electric. I'm always afraid to, uh, you know. Well, I figure don't out, to... figure out right now. Well, I want you to do one more for us. What would work for both of you? Do you want a sing one? It's your turn. Yeah, I'm hogging. It's it. your turn. I love no, 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 no. You sing. Yeah, uh, you sing, Joe. Yeah. Just, just give me a key and uh, I'll yeah. figure it out. Because we're we're good on heads. We're done. We're done. Yep. Well, let's close it out with the with the uh, with Jeff doing another song, and then I got to do uh, uh, taxes in St. Paul. No, no oh. this day in history, just to keep up. The I know tradition. I like that. Oops. They have a feed for that over Bob. I I've been co-hosting their morning show a little no bit. That's just fine. Mountain Dew. Oh my God, I'm going to run home. Yeah, I was going to say. That. <laughs> You know, Joe has a phrase for all the young people that work in this building. Yeah. He calls them Mountain Dew drinking a holes. <laughs> <laughs> that kitchen invite the Christmas party. <laughs> Just so you know, uh, those headphones are really whack. So that's where you're getting that feedback. I when they get I'm not getting any feedback. Oh, okay, good. Just for him. Good. good. You guys are great, though. You're I checking the market there, boss? No, just a note for my kid. Oh, uh, Patrick's appearance this week was not sponsored, so we're good. Yeah. Because Canopy took the week off. I don't know why. Now, where do you go from here? You're right. I'm going to be back in Nashville uh, tomorrow. You leave tomorrow. Yeah, and then I'm going to be in Hawaii. Oh, how cool is that? Yeah, there's been a Hawaii. song on the new record. That's the one number 11. Yeah. 11. It's called uh, When the Ocean Sleeps. A, yeah, I mean, it's really band. mellow, but yeah, okay, it's a love song. I'd love it if you played it for sure. Um, it's up for single of the year in Hawaii this year. No it's way, in the Nahoku Hanawano, it's it's Mokalika Wagawa. Yeah, I've yeah. seen uh, 
Not Mekaleka High, Mekaleka High. Mekaleka High. John Fry had a song called Let's Talk Dirty Let's in talk. the Wild. Yeah. Lay your on my ticket. Are you ready? You want me to bomb? Joe? Uh, with with a Jeff song. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That'd be great. Number yeah. I don't know why I'm done, uh, Joe. So. Okay. <laughs> Rain on the wall, clouds in the head, daylight in alone. Deep in the dream, she sees us and she knows you can't stay in the first year. We don't have enough to feel that. This is from the new album. What's the name of that When the ocean sleeps. When the ocean sleeps. When the ocean sleeps. Damn. Sounds like Stephen taking my wife off. Uh, uh, don't give me a you might make it through business. You know, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I really, I gotta say, though, guys, you know, first of all, thanks again for, for letting me come in and hang out with you guys. You're like an amazing bunch. And you pretend to not like each other, but I know you do. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it starts with the, with the top and it flows downhill. And, you know, I've met artists who their whole crew is a bunch of jerks, and it's because the artist is a jerk. Hmm. And this bunch is great things because you're a great guy. I don't dish BS anymore. I don't have time to, to clean yeah. it up afterwards. You, know? you, you see right through us because, Jeff, everybody in the building is afraid of us because we're always yelling at each other. I did notice some middle finger hellos in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, but, see, Jeff doesn't realize this, but from here on out, he's going to be joining us every garage door opener. Oh, oh, oh is that, wow. so, that like walleye opener? Yeah, <laughs> it's more important than the walleye opener. Will you please do one more for us? Oh, God, yeah. And just, tonight, I don't know if you're going to get in, but you can hang around outside and try some. Well, Music yeah. Cafe in Excelsior. Yeah, 318 Music Cafe. Actually, music you know, y'all get on a plane, come over to Honolulu. Oh, I'd love to. Um, I'm not kidding. We're doing Nashville. We're yeah, doing the show in Nashville. Nashville. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be cool live from Nashville? Seriously, that would be fantastic. We can find a place. We know a guy that works at the airport. Yeah. Well, they, they don't have a studio. No, but we got <laughs> a guy that gets out get of here. here. I can get you there. Oh, that airport. Yeah. No, I was going to say come down there and we'll we'll let you host the show from down there. You can do yes. a remote from no, Nashville. That's what we're going to do. Oh, I love this. it. Yeah. Let me, let and me, I'll be recording with you. Let me be in town when that happens. We'll do it all. We'll dovetail it. record. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But what uh, is the, when is the best time? I mean, obviously, summer is the obvious answer, but what is the best time to visit? Nashville? When there are rooms available that aren't 500 a night, uh, <laughs> no. that kind of thing. Um, 
But well, I, was I don't say, think height of summer would be the time. Nashville gets pretty oh, damn man, hot. We are packed with tourists too. Yeah, I, mean, oh, just, I think we'll do a show inside. They're coming oh. by the busload. But <laughs> on May seventh, I'll be at the Blue Note Hawaii in Waikiki, and it's the premiere room. And everybody from Take Six to Keb Mo to all these people from all over the world play there. And I've got you know this is my fourth time, and they That's been, so cool. They let me back in, and I've got an incredible crew of Hawaiians. That is the biggest show I've ever put in there. And Kenneth McCulkani is with me. He's my partner. He's my brother over there. And as we say in Hawaiian, you know, you sing and talk story like we're doing. Right. Talk story. And then I've got Johnny Helm coming in as a guest. I've got uh, uh, Tarvin Makia and his daughter Mapuana. She's in on the Disney show uh, Doogie Kamealoha, which is a, a kind of a teen uh, sitcom on Disney. Mm. She's one of the doctors based on Doogie Hauser. And then... Uh, Kaola Donaghy and our album, we're all a group called uh, A. And the album has already won the Big Island Music Awards for Album of the Year. And it's up for, it's in the finals of the Nahoku Hanohano Awards. Nice. And when the ocean sleeps, I'm just, it's like I'm a proud papa. I'm watching that kid <laughs> enter his first swim. Yeah. You know? And my youngest son, Kessler, who is a swimmer, I, my dad was an Olympic swimmer at the Helsinki Olympics, Olympics in 52. Oh, wow. I was, and he played guitar. I'm a, I was a champion swimmer at Blake. We, I had a school, a school record with my guys in the, in the Midley Relay. Really? Played guitar. My son Kessler plays music and is a champion swimmer at King University. What kind of name is Kessler? Kessler is his name. Yeah, well, what, did you make it up? Yeah, his mom loved, you know. Oh, no, Joe. No, 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 it's a cool Kessler. name. It's a cool Pat name. Kessler? Come Kessler. on. No, That's the last name. He's a, he's a great guy. And uh, he's he and dad are going to make our special weekend trip together. And, you know, he, he's been on stage with me in Wisconsin. We're going to be at Big Top Chautauqua. Okay. June, look it up. Seven, that's up Bayfield's entire tour schedule. Oh, on the okay. website. Yeah. yeah. But, that's up uh, Bayfield way. Yeah. And that's like already like more than half sold. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. I'm just. Have you been in. there before? No, I just You'll had people telling me, you got to play Big Top. So, yeah. And then so in Hawaii, you know, it's just, it, it's where half my heart lives. Um, so do you so, linger for a month or so when you go to Hawaii? Make it so. <laughs> <laughs> From your lips to God's ears. <laughs> no, um, but what I, what I uh, have found out is my parents honeymooned there in 52 and uh, June of 52, I think it was. And uh, one day, and they stayed at the Hale Kalani, which is, you know, famous. It's like the Royal Hawaiian, the big yeah. hotel on the yep. beach, you know, where the, yep. the outriggers and all the pictures of Diamond Head. And so one day, some friends of mine invited me to lunch, and we went to the Holly Kalani, and it's an outdoor. Oh, it's just so beautiful. And I called mom and said, hey, mom, I just had lunch at the Holly Kalani. She goes, that's really nice. That's probably where you started out. You should write a song about that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, honestly, I think that, you know, between my Minnesota roots, you know, my, my good, hardworking hometown blood, you know, and my Hawaiian spirit that was, you know, gathered at the time I was whatever. <laughs> Tell me what uh, Tennessee whiskey sounds like with your new band. It sounds like it's in Hawaiian. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. It's online. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I will. I just yeah. haven't had it. I'm looking it's, at it. It's uh, translated to Hawaiian. It's one of the uh, entries for a uh, Hawaiian single of the year. Really? Yeah. Because okay. their language, the, the cool thing about Hawaii is that they were denied their language for a hundred years by the white guys that came over there and told them they couldn't do it anymore. And they forbid them to teach the language and teach the history. 
you know what I mean, speak the language. Nice and, guys, huh? Yeah. Is the language unique to the islands or yes. is it Polynesian it, all over the Pacific? It's all of the, you know, it's Samoa, Tahiti, yeah. you know, so, uh, you know, it, the whole thing, Fijian, F Filipino, Chinese. But the, here's the beautiful thing. You know, over here, we're obsessed with separating people, it seems like. And this is, I'll go on a little skinny branch here. Yeah. Um, in Hawaii, it's just mixed. And everybody's the same because, you know, okay, they're Brazilian and German and Hawaiian and, you know, Chinese or whatever. They don't bother with that anymore. And I made that rookie question um, the first time I was there. And they said, no, he's mixed, mixed. Mm -hmm. So have there's this beautiful unity. Yeah, we don't do that here. Not yet. Oh, no. But here's my hope. Okay. You asked me about my life and why I'm doing positive music. Aloha to me is the peace word that might cure the world's mm -hmm. ills. You mm -hmm. know, um, it might be the way that we unify because when we're giving love instead of demanding love, it's a whole different planet. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's very stoic. I love that. I just, yeah. I just, my, man, that's all right. All right. Uh, I just made that up, but I mean, you know, that's, <laughs> it's not me. You brought, uh, you brought up Tennessee whiskey. Such hates that song because for one year straight, oh, we yeah. played Chris Stapleton's version of Tennessee whiskey it. every single day on the radio at 325. And it drove him crazy. Well, and I'm a Chris Stapleton fan. I love Chris. I mean, he's great. I got a buddy that's in his band, but, uh, you know, yeah, I think this is a very special version, um, and it's unique because it, and Dean Dillon gave us permission to put it on the record. So it's a it, it's a blending of both Hawaiian and my mainland influences. Cool. Yeah, it's I pretty cool. Nice. Well, yeah. do you want to do that for us, or what are you going to do? Um, how about see you? He's got the ukulele and the whole band. Oh yeah, things oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to do it. Oh. This is for you, Joe. Okay. I don't know. 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 I don't I'm just as hard-headed as I am independent, and I'm happy to cut my own door. I'll grade it and paint it, and paint it and name it, and take it wherever it goes. It's when you feel something better in your heart, popping you listen what it has to say. You don't buy another rascal, the wind blow backwards. That's how I'm wired that way. 
I'm the one And sometimes I'm hoping that makes me sublime Cause there's no point in making some imitation of me that the man had in mind. Yeah, when you feel something now in your heart, walking you listening to what it has to say. Your mind resting, the wind blows, waiting on our voice to change. Forget no creature, it's just in the name. Wow, very nice. Johnny, you know, for, for nothing, yeah. Like this, yeah. you know, I mean, here's the thing. my grandmother said something beautiful to me once. She goes, I'm finally old enough where I don't care what people think, what I think. <laughs> you know, look at us, man. I mean, older than we've ever been. That's right. For those of you who don't have cameras, <laughs> yeah. we are we are a raggedy bunch. You know? But thank God we have each other, and you know, this world needs people that that hang together, um, not against anything. We just hang for each other, you know. And I'm for you guys. I'm going to tell you that right now. This is Jeff Dayton saying Garage Logic is where it's at, y'all. All right. Thank you. Save right that. You. Jeff, oh, you have Jeff. no idea how much we needed this today yeah. on the show. I can't even tell you. Yeah, <laughs> I, want, I want Jeff to hear this okay. because they come to us all the way oh, my God. Oh, God. from Marlis Park in, in Mpumalanga, South Africa. This is where I light up, and Jeff. This is where I light up the eater. <laughs> See, most shows would do uh, this day in history. And we would think that would be pretty cool. With a, a, a wacky sliding hey, assault. Hey, stay in history. No, we do it because they're sent to me by a couple in Africa. No way. Doing the Minnesota Dayton history. And the traveling lineman. And because the staff is too lazy to yeah, no, I would never do it if they didn't come to us all yeah, the way from right. Marvel's Park. That's a lot of research. So Jeff should hear their quick story, though. This is a couple that is are dedicated listeners to the Garage Logic podcast. And they've been traveling the world for sold everything left. They travel the world and they're uh, they love South Africa. They're in a camp there. They got a beautiful little cottage. You can go on worldwidewaftage.com and then there's giraffes looking at them. <laughs> I don't think I have to tell them everything. I I, I'm just it's just a cool story. It's a very cool story. <laughs> on this day, Joe, today is April 14th in 1805. I feel like we should have a musical. Oh, yes. You can play something under it if you oh, no, want. I'm just going to play that for everyone you have. All right. You got more than one? Pine City recorded a high temperature on this day uh-huh. of 108. That's the water ski capital of the world. Pine City? You're thinking of Lake City. Oh, you are a complete moron. Talk about Pine City, Minnesota? Yeah. Well, you know, the guy that said that it was that temperature only had four people witness it. So he, <laughs> <laughs> they all agreed that it was 100 okay, degrees. Yeah. boiling water. Look, yeah, this is back in, you know, they didn't even have Pony Express back then. <laughs> On this day. <laughs> in 1901. Okay. What day is that? Uh, a poker game in Granite Falls ended in violence. After playing for several hours, local dentist S. 
Wintner. His first name was S. S. Just an S. S. Yes. Notice his two kings have lost two aces. Held by St. Paul card sharp William Leonard, the Irish Lord. Eight times in succession, Wintner produced a revolver. And when Leonard proclaimed his innocence, fatally shot him. At the trial later that year, Frank Nye, from the defense, made the creative assertion that gambling being a felony, Dr. Wintner had the right to stop such an act with violence if necessary. Wow. The jury, perhaps unsympathetic That's to a, a crooked gangster, found Wintner not guilty. Wow. And finally. On this day, on, in 1977, the Minnesota Asian Project, an organization that promotes civil rights, affirmative action, and legal services for the Asian community, was officially incorporated by Dennis Tachiki and Daniel Matsumoto. Okay. That happened on this day. In Guys, it's like walking in towel cotton and wiping your on the top leaf. Jeff, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, this is a rare occurrence that we can end the show this way because we usually have a music outro where the rook kind of wraps things up. I, I'm wondering if you and John might uh, might uh, pleasure us with that as Rook tells us about YouTube. And other things. Mr. President, would you like to wrap it up in musical format? I'm not sure if we can rap. I don't think I do rap. Someone to drop a beat. Drop a beat for me and I'll, uh, I'll see if I can rap uh, inner city. Just kidding. Oh, this is good. This is good. I, look there. I woke up this morning. My slippers on. I said to the doorman, how you doing, Dan? He gave me a funny look as I went across the street. But you're all about me. It's all about that bourbon meat. I went to get my hair cut at the barber's pole. I didn't think like his haircut. I looked like Larry Curly and Moe. So wrapping up the show, you're looking for a podcast. 
There's no rhyming here. Just go to Pod MN on your smartphone. Pod MN on your smartphone. And check out GarageLogic.com. GarageLogic.com for the town council. How much Boy, is did you get your money's worth today for ten bucks a month? Ten bucks a month. That's nothing. That's horse crap. No rhyme with horse crap. Yes. Uh, no, I won't. <laughs> I'm out of gas. Uh, GarageLogic.com for the town council. And don't forget, uh, sign up on YouTube. Subscribe to the Garage Logic page on YouTube. And don't forget to check out uh, Mr. Dayton, Jeffrey Dayton on Instagram, as well as daughter Carrie, Carrie Dayton. And Jeff, Jeff Dayton Music at. Never mind. That's his. That's his email just, address. Just, if you Google Jeff Dayton, he comes right yeah. up. Wow. That's how you can get the album. Why too. do we let the two most incompetent people wow. do right. this? I, I made a mistake the last time. Almost gave out his email address. Thank you, GLers. Yeah. No, just get out his. All right. Show is done. Still on the town. Still on the town. Boom. All right. All right. Jeff, that was great. Thank you. And if you know what say raise your standards about, the last you, uh, when you do the horse, remind me so we can promote it. Okay, thanks. And then when yeah. you want, the horse and they would love it. Yeah, come by. So, yeah, come by. Okay, well, I'm actually a K-check that morning, and I can come by after that. Well, I'm it's doing Friday the morning. What do they call it? The I, I, I want to go to that show. Um, are tickets available for that show? Because as Penny, Penny just said, too, are there? I think there are. I think. Okay. Um, I think they're getting ready to, to pop the news. Um, yeah. Yeah, this is, this is crazy. You said something I was give you another. It wasn't in line. It was somebody else's line, but it was something about, it was something funny. My friend Doc used to say, I can't remember, but see me later. I can call Because you have a, a bad case of CRS. Can't remember yeah. shit. Yeah, that was country radio seminar, too. You remember that? No. They used to have that in Nashville every year. Oh, well, they can't remember shit. Oh, yeah. Country radio, yeah, all the greats. <laughs> well, uh, both of you, we're doing that. I'll be your ambassador. Yeah, that would be fantastic. I would love it. I'd love to host you guys. And, and uh, there'd probably be something that we'd have to be a studio. And Somebody can people can. We have people I promise. Everywhere. Yeah, they'll they'll pick up the check. Yeah, that was rookie. Don they know Weaver. it's not free. No, they know it's not free. We got Yeah, I know who they're. Cause they're they're. We don't have any Nashville stations, do the we? Granddaughter, no. uh-uh. you know Jane Hubbard, was one of my student songwriters when she was in fifth grade. I wonder if there's a relation. Is there a guy out there waiting to see me? Not me. Uh, hey, Thomas. How are you? Oh, hey. Oh no. You're talking Marshall. I love. I've been there since college. Yeah, <laughs> someday we'll. But we had a little Marshall reunion in North Minneapolis, somewhere like Bristol or Robbinsdale, yeah. a bunch of years ago, and um, we tried to get three bands: yeah, Clutch and the Shifters and Tillerman's Carnival, and we tried to get Wire. But Gary Rule and Walking with Sam is just talking. Minnesota, Homer's Slate, or Southwest Minnesota. It was Southwest Minnesota State back then. Yeah, it was a while ago. Anyway, Gary Rune heard Olmstead couldn't be in the same room. Too much bad. Turn out the lights. No, we're moving on. I'm moving on. Okay. I should get paid to get a feel this good. Yeah, right. (laughs) 
All right. Thanks, Town Council. See you, Kenny.